Hey everybody and welcome back to Investing with Wesley. Today I want to talk to you about the past, the present, and the future so that we can be better prepared for the upcoming next wave of sell-offs. Let's get into it. So let's talk about 2020. Amongst all the craziness that's happened throughout this year, I want to focus more on the stock market because that's what this channel is geared towards. First off, what caused the recession that happened earlier this year? Well, the cause of the 2020 recession was due to the coronavirus. More specifically, it was due to the government-mandated shutdown that every state and every city had to go through to where no one was allowed to go outside, only essential workers were allowed to go to work, and basically the entire economy had shut down. In February, we saw the beginnings of this with a 5% drop in the stock market. But come the second quarter, it was way worse than just 5%. By the second quarter, the stock market had dropped to nearly 32%. And most people don't really know the significance of those numbers, so let me put it in perspective for you. This drop was worse than the Great Recession of 2008, and it was worse than the historic Great Depression of the 1920s. This year we dropped nearly 32% in the stock market. During the Great Depression, the stock market had tumbled only 26%. Now you might be wondering to yourself why in history you learn about the Great Depression and the market crash of 2008 called the Great Recession. And don't get me wrong, there's been plenty of other depressions and recessions in history, but these are significant because they took long to recover financially. It took a while for our economy to come back. This is why I titled the video the 2020 Great Correction as opposed to recession. Because although all the metrics say we were in a recession and there's no arguing that, the reason I am calling this a great correction is because of how quickly we bounced back. By the end of the third quarter, we were already up almost to where we ended 2019 at. So yes, although we dropped nearly 32%, the reason we saw a recovery happen so quickly is because the Federal Reserve stepped in. They have certain tools that they can use during a down market that can help reinflate prices which as always is great for investors and business owners, but not so good for your budget. Because as things reinflate, so do prices and so does inflation. As things are going down, prices often go down as well. So although your typical spender may save money on bread, milk, and gas, your investor and your business owners are suffering drastically because where their playground is, the stock prices are tumbling. But as I'm sure you are aware, when the stock market goes down, everything's on sale and that's the proper time to buy. But I'm getting off topic. Let's go back to the Federal Reserve and the quantitative easing that they did to the market. In response to the sudden contraction of the market, the Federal Reserve stepped in and lowered interest rates to a near 0% interest. When you hear on the news that the Federal Reserve lowered interest rates to near zero, that doesn't necessarily mean the interest rates you receive on borrowing money will be at near zero. When the Federal Reserve lends money, they lend money to financial institutions like your bank. So when the bank needs to borrow money from the Federal Reserve, they get a near zero percent. Now don't get me wrong, when the Federal Reserve lowers their rate, banks lower their rate as well. But that's why you're not seeing mortgages at 0% or car loans or any other loans at, for that matter at 0%. You're seeing them at around 2.5% or more because that's how the banks make their profit. They're borrowing the money from the government at 0% interest, loaning it to you at 2% interest, and they're collecting the 2% profit. Now historically, lowering interest rates has always helped in recovering the market from recessions and depressions. But we're now at 0%. How much lower can we go? Can we go to you know negative percent interest? And the short answer is yes, we absolutely can. But our government seems to not favor that idea so much. So what other options are there for our next recession? Well, for our next recession, chances are they're gonna treat it just like they did this recession. 
because coupled with the interest rates being cut, you also may have heard of the stimulus package and the bailout. Well, yes, everyone receiving $1,200 or more is a great stimulus package. The real prize was when the Federal Reserve printed over $2 trillion and started buying up securities in the stock market. Now, don't get me wrong. They weren't buying stock in Tesla or Amazon. They were buying bonds. And typically, the Federal Reserve is known for buying government-issued bonds that are extremely safe and conservative. But they stepped out of that comfort zone during the quantitative easing process and bought corporate bonds. And there was some rules and structure behind what they would and would not buy as far as their investments. But when you put $2 trillion plus into the market itself, that is obviously going to reinflate the prices. Because if you've had any experience in the stock market whatsoever, you would know that as more and more people are buying certain stocks, then those stock prices are bound to go up. And when you print $2 trillion and put that into the stock market, it is no wonder why we saw a recovery so quickly. Now this is great for my portfolio, your portfolio, and everyone else's because we're all investors here. Now I don't want to scare you or anything, but it worries me about the $2 trillion plus a potential second wave of stimulus happening because we all plan for the benchmark of inflation being 2%. After all, on the long-term horizon, the Feds say they try and keep yearly inflation at 2%. But the part of that lesson that people don't really talk about is there's not really a corrective action for making that 2% a reality. Meaning if the $2 trillion printed caused hyperinflation of 10% just this year alone, well, as long as in the future we have more deflation and on average it equals out to 10% a year, then the feds are happy with that. Now, luckily we haven't experienced hyperinflation yet because a lot of people got laid off from their jobs and a lot of people withdrew their money for fear of the market. And when there is fear of the market, it also causes deflation. So as inflation arose due to printing of money, so did the fear of the market and the deflation of the US dollar, and ultimately it kind of balanced out. Now the feds did say recently that they plan to keep interest rates low until we are well into a recovery. So my concern is as interest rates remain low until at least 2023, Will the deflation keep countering for that long or will we start to see the effects of the inflation start to rise? As always, no one can predict these kinds of things. No one can predict the market. No one can predict what's gonna happen to the US dollar, whether it's gonna hyperinflate, whether it's gonna continue to deflate. No one knows these things. But these are some things to watch out for and think of when you're structuring your portfolio. Going back to the quantitative easing and the printing of $2 trillion and flooding the market with that extra money. I want to point out that that is what aided in the speedy recovery of the economy, not the economy itself. There are still so many people that are out of work and can't find a job due to the coronavirus that is still going on. Certain counties are still shut down. Certain states are still experiencing shutdowns and a lot of people are still laid off. A lot of people still aren't contributing to the economy, still don't work. The unemployment rate has skyrocketed and they're all filing for unemployment, which is causing an extreme stress on the states. And they obviously need to seek funding from the feds, which means printing of even more money. But because our economy hasn't gotten back to normal and there's still a bunch of people out of work, you can see why I'm a little skeptical of this recovery is a real recovery or if we're gonna experience a second dip in the market come 2021. Now, in my opinion, based on my own research, I do believe we'll see a dip in the housing market come 2021, when a bunch of people come January start filing for evictions because we are billions of dollars in back rent due to the coronavirus. So if you're a real estate investor, keep your eyes out in 2021 for a sudden drop in real estate prices. But I think because the stock market is an emotional creature and not a logical one, 
When that dip does happen, people are going to be afraid. But because fear of the market is still so high, when the housing market crashes, people that experienced the 08 recession based on the housing market, they're gonna immediately try and get out. And I think if too many people became fearful and left all at once, we would see stock prices also tumble. Now real quick, let me just tell you that I'm not giving you any sort of investment advice when I say this, but if you are like me and think we're going to experience another dip, then I would be hedging my investments with more bonds than with stocks and wait for another dip. Because already, now that we're at the end of 2020, we have surpassed where we were prior to the recession and have grown substantially since. So since we're really no longer in the red, I would be padding my investments with bonds as opposed to stocks, preparing for the second dip. But of course, I don't know your situations and I don't know your portfolio, so make sure you do your own research and contact your own financial advisor to see if moving investments around towards bonds makes sense for you in your situation. And if you're brand new to investing, then make sure you hit that like and subscribe button because my next videos are gonna be how to get into investing and what the difference is between index funds, ETFs, and mutual funds. Those are some key things you'll need to know if you're gonna start investing for yourself. But until those videos come, I'll see you next time.